Okay, there's a lot to talk about, so <clears throat> uh, let's see. Well, I guess we can start on what do you think was the best game out of all the games? Who do you think was the best? Not like, you know, not who's the best team right now, but the most interesting. Shoot, let's start. Um, let's see. So we do. Barely said we're going to touch on Sunday night. Yeah. Night. I want to see if we catch that Thursday night. I want to see. <laughs> I'm probably going to have to say, let's see. Honestly. Mm. Right. Then we'll probably go with some other topics. Um, go ahead. Let's see, um, <clears throat> okay, Sunday night. I'm gonna we're gonna go over Sunday night. Uh, that that game was pretty interesting. Like I, I like, I didn't have like I, I kind of like I didn't really choose a team who was gonna win it. It was gonna be a good game, but since the fact it was at Baltimore, I probably pulled for Baltimore. But I mean, like it was a good game, but now since the Ravens beat at them, and, and like. I mean, it's good. It's impressive that they beat it, uh, beat the Patriots. But I mean, like I told, like I said before, I was like, well, it's the regular season game. Do it when it matters, you know. So he's like, like Lamar Jackson. Like they did what they had to do to like get him comfortable of the what what he's good at playing. Like, granted, he can't throw still. I mean, mm-hmm. he can some throws, check downs, and all. But hey, they they build, they they run the ball, and they play defense. And my thing for the Patriots. I mean, before I look at it, it's like, man, okay, yeah, we got Sanu. We still got Edelman. The running game is, like, still the receiving back, which is, like, James White. Um, Sonny Michelle really hasn't been a no-show. And I'm like, okay, what's Sonny Michelle been doing? But, like, like Pedro, Tom Brady has, like, they have to work for, like, less for what? You know, like I said, I, I talk, like I told you, I was like, um, oh, People getting excited about that game. Yeah. I'm like, okay, remember, like, look what the Patriots have to work. Look what Brady have to work with on the offensive end, compared to what Drew Brees has. <clears throat> so, let's see if that Ravens defense plays against that Saints offense and see if they can shut that that, that down because we got a top three receiver, we got a top three running back, we got like like Drew Brees, we got all that going on. So let's see if the Ravens can do that. Yeah, um, but like you said, I mean, let's see if they can do that. In going the, uh, into the, the game, I had, they can talk. I had this as a loss, um, not because I didn't believe in my team, but I, I, I don't know. I just, I just had it as a loss because, for one, you know, Patriots haven't been tested yet, and two, a lot of other teams when they're practicing for you know like that kind of team. They have someone on their practice squad that can, you know, kind of, you know, just, I guess, be like, you know, whoever they're facing. But that's the difficult thing about Lamar Jackson is there's nobody really in this league that is like him. And so that's where I was like, okay, well, 
you know, you can't really practice, you know, trying to tackle that like that and everything like that. So that's why I had it as a loss. But now, I mean, we have tape on Lamar Jackson. And even if you – you can even say during halfway point, they kind of figured him out a little bit. Um, obviously, the Patriots had a lot of chances to win that game. They just – you just can't – you can't do that turnover for a pick six. And you can't fumble the ball when you were moving the ball. Um, and like, you know, all those penalties on the defense. I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, I mean, we, we stopped them like three times, I think on the first drive, but penalties kept going. So I'm like, okay, all right, well, you know, that's fine. Let's hold them to a field goal. Okay. Well, we did that. Oh no. Let's, you know, do a neutral zone infraction. And then they just, you know, freaking scored. So I was like, okay, well, you know, we'll be fine. And Obviously, at that point, I think it was like seventeen to nothing. So I was like, "Okay, yeah, we're definitely losing this game." I had, I had, I did have faith in it going, you know. Um, but another thing that I saw, um, in my opinion, was I think the Patriots found something in the offense that they did. One, obviously, Sanu and Brady—they're fine. Uh, I was very surprised at how fast their chemistry has gotten because usually it takes a long time for Brady to connect with someone, but apparently, you know, they've tried to get Sunu ever since he was drafted, you know, and it it just didn't happen, but it finally did. Um, But another thing is the hurry-up offense was, I I think, something that they might have found. Um, Obviously, because at at one point, I mean, Brady had the Ravens looking stupid. I mean, they just – they could not stop anything. So, I think they – they might have found something there. Obviously, you know, even the safety, um, Marlon Humphrey, he even said, you know, at one point they were just unstoppable. So, you know, that brings me back to my other point. You know, take away all those turnovers and those, you know, stupid penalties. I think the Patriots definitely could have won that game. Um, but there's also, you know, stuff like rumors going around, you know, saying, um, you know, Bill Belichick didn't really – he didn't really want, you know, um, to show the Ravens a lot because obviously it's pretty clear we'll probably be facing the Ravens in the, you know, in the playoffs. Um, and so, in my opinion, I can believe that one. I can believe that rumor because, like I said, every single player on offense played every single snap except for Philip Dorsett. He missed one snap. He had to come out because of an injury. And then the rotation of the running backs. But every other player on that team, they played every single snap. Um, and that was another reason why Nikhil Harry didn't get to play because, you know, they didn't I, – I don't guess they, they really needed him, but, um, you know, it's just another weapon to save. So it's fine to me, but I do have the stats. I mean, everyone want to say, wants to say, you know, the Ravens, um, you know, basically showed our defense how weak they are. But, I mean, our defense didn't really – the run defense was awful. And that's our weakness. I mean, our – we have not had a – our run defense is just not that great. Um, obviously, it got exposed during the Buffalo game, and it got exposed, you know, to the Browns. But, you know, Stephanie Gilmore was 2 of 2 for 22 yards. So, obviously, he – you know, I just think the secondary was fine. Um, you know, Jason McCourty had 1 of 2 uh, for 7 yards and a pass breakup with that illegal hand penalty, which killed us because um, I think – if he wouldn't have committed that one, I think that would have been a stop. Um, 
you know, we got the ball back. So, but we didn't, and they got another first down. Um, and then, you know, you had Patrick Chung. He was one of one for three yards. Uh, Devin McCourty, he was one of three for five yards and a touchdown allowed. And then Terrence Brooks. Terrence Brooks is one of one for 18 yards, I believe. Um, Dante Hightower kind of had a rough night. He was, I I mean, I, I think he did. It seemed like he did because uh, when they targeted him, he was 5 of 5 for 39 yards. And then, obviously, Landon Roberts was 1 of 1 for 18 yards. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I hopefully we use this bye week to hopefully, I mean, tighten up the run defense because they were they were just gashing us. Um, and we really weren't stopping anything when they ran the ball. Yeah. Well, like you like I mean, like you mentioned, I mean, uh, the like for what I've seen from the Ravens, like they uh, they run like they like they run they run the ball first and they do a lot of run pass options. It's like, oh, they do a lot of that. You know, they got Mark Ingram going one way and they got they probably had like Marquise Brown going one way and do all the confusion. Either Lamar, Ingram, the Gus Edwards or someone yeah. running the ball because well, they do a lot of just like confusion. In my opinion, <laughs> like I said, I feel like with the doing yeah, I just think the Ravens are gonna have to. You know, obviously, pass the ball a lot more if they're going to want to win in the playoffs because you can't do shotgun running and you can't, you know, uh, do run RPOs all the time. So, obviously, teams are going to figure that out. And, you know, the Patriots defense, they kind of caught on towards, you know, the end of the um, second half. But, like I said, you know, they just ran the ball so much that, I mean, I think the last two drives, the Ravens' offense was on the field for like eight to nine minutes, and that's the longest, you know, drive the Patriots' defense has ever has seen this year. So uh, I still think the Ravens are a good team, but I think they're definitely overhyped. I mean, all I saw coming in besides LeBron Jackson was how great their defense was. Granted, yeah, they have a good secondary, but, you know, half of it was – Patriot mental errors. Uh, I, other than that, I mean, Tom Brady was slashing just through that uh, defense up there. So, like I said, we'll probably see them um, back probably in, I guess, in the playoffs. I don't really see. It all depends on what, uh, what the Ravens are, like, you know, whatever spot of that. To, yeah. Then we get home field, which I kind of bet in a way, because I still feel like the Patriots will get that. Um, well, yeah, I I don't know. I don't see Patriots losing the home field advantage right now, because they only have one loss. Well, yeah. you know, there's a bye this week. Then you go to Philadelphia. I have that as a win. Um, then, you know, the Cowboys come to Gillette. I have that as a win. Yeah. Um, and and then, we're actually going to talk about them next. Cause... Yeah, and then, you know, we go to Houston. And I'll be at oh. that game. I honestly, I 
I can see if we lose that game, but I mean, the Patriots haven't lost to the Texans in a while, so yeah, um, <laughs> and they'll get their you know left tackle back for that game. I think they'll get oh, it. Okay. I think Isaiah Wynn can come back week twelve, um, which will be the Cowboys. So hopefully, so I I mean, and basically, I would say these next three games will be the toughest. Um, I would put Kansas City down there, but, you know, their defense is not great. And, obviously, we beat them twice last year, so I'm not really I worried. Wanna, I actually want to touch on Casey just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, just, to, just to create – just, like, for what I've seen, a little flash of, yeah. like, the, the, how that running game looked against Minnesota. Yeah. It's pretty solid. I wouldn't start Shady McCoy anymore. I would start Darren Williams. Oh, yeah. Well, and, well, and that's the thing, though, with Casey is – you know, it's either going to be passing or, you know, running. So, you just got to make them one-dimensional. And, obviously, that's what the Colts did. That's what the Texans did. Um, and, obviously, that's what the Patriots are good at. They're they're pretty good at making you one-dimensional. Um, yeah. I mean, any good defense will make you one-dimensional. And so, yeah. like, like they say, like they play the Ravens or whatever, make them one-dimensional and they'll – Kind of be screwed. Like, they just shut down that running game. It's a wrap. I mean, I'll say something about KC, and it really doesn't have anything to do with anything, but it's kind of a hate thing I'm going to say. But seeing Matt Moore as the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs really should open people's eyes that Patrick Mahomes would not be as good if he went to, you know, like – the Bills or, you know, the Dolphins. He, I mean, the only reason he is that good is he has Tyreek Hill. He has um, Sammy Watkins. You know, he has Travis Kelsey. He has all that. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm not Nicole taking – I'm not Nicole taking – Harmon? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not taking anything away from Patrick Mahomes. He's athletic and he's very talented. <clears throat> but everyone's saying, oh, he's – He's, you know, he's made this Kansas City Chiefs team. Oh, you know, he's all. No, he's not. It's Andy Reid. I mean, you saw Matt Moore go out there last uh, Sunday and beat the Minnesota Vikings. And he almost beat the Green Bay Packers. So, I, I personally do not believe that if you put Patrick Mahomes somewhere else with a subpar offense like the Patriots, that he would do what, the things that he has done for the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I just don't believe it. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, what people got to understand about Andy Reid. I mean, the guy's an offensive genius. The man, the man. If anybody follows up Andy Andy Reid years ago, I mean, the guy used to be a, a, a Philly coach. And yeah, he was also in the Super Bowl playing against the Patriots at the time. Yeah, with Donovan McNabb and T.O. and Brian Westbrook, and mm-hmm. we know how that fell out. But I'm just saying, they like Andy Reid for what I was like based on uh. This narrative about like how Andy Reid they compare him to like a Mike D'Antoni offense type kind of guy. I'm like, eh. yeah, I mean, you know, like, yeah, because like he's no nowhere near good as defense because their defense is pretty bad. But uh, I did see they got Chris Jones back. I did see him go back, so like that kind of helps him a little bit because Chris Jones like the X factor of that defense. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, I guess they'll help a little bit, but I'm just saying with that running game they had, like they had to like kind of balance it a little bit instead of having Patrick Mahomes just throw it all the time. Because you do that, you're not going anywhere. I don't care how good you are, because like 
You gotta help him help. And but yeah, like you said, like if he was anywhere else, he probably wouldn't be as successful as he would. But I say the same. I like we can say that to most people. The most quarterbacks that's been drafted by that by certain teams that yeah. was put in a good situation like Dak Prescott. Like you really think like where Dak Prescott would be at another team? Would he be talked about as now? Like like he is uh, anywhere else? Like he is with the Dallas Cowboys. Every time you turn around, you're talking about Dak Prescott. Why? Because he's with the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how I. I mean, I said that his, you know, his rookie season when he took over for Romo. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, my God, he's the next great thing. I'm like, yeah, look who he has. He has the greatest offensive line in the league right now. Take away yeah. that. He wouldn't be shit. Give him Tom Same Brady's way. line. Like, whenever that was, he would be <clears throat> awful. Yeah. Like, take away that line, that running back. Uh, dare I say the targets. I mean, he'll, I mean yeah, he got Coop, Mari Cooper. Uh, Michael Gallup supposed like he he's actually drafted by the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Know, nobody really wasn't really sold on Michael Gallup, but he managed to step up. Then you get Randall Cobb, you bring back Jason Witten. I still feel like he's just a veteran leadership kind of guy. I don't think he's an impact on the field, so yeah. to say. But uh, but yeah, all that's around that Prescott, and of course he's gonna elevate because look what he has. But yeah. you know, yeah, the touch on that game last night. I mean, shoot. I wouldn't like not as much as I don't like Dallas. I was still rooting for the Giants for no reason. I don't know why. I knew the Dallas was gonna win that game, but yeah, no. But it didn't surprise me, and, and I thought you know Daniel Jones showed some little flashes until I also a stat showed up that this guy kind of dang near leads the league in turnovers. Like I'm like, wait, yeah, you coughing up the ball like like that, like dang. <laughs> It, no. Me and my dad were talking about it last night, and um, I made a point, and I, I'm not saying this will happen, but it would be interesting going forward, knowing, you know, that they're not a playoff team. Would they ever, con- you know, just the littlest, slightest have the idea of bringing in Eli Manning just to see? I mean, it's his last year in a Giants uniform. I mean, I'm not saying that they will, but. It's something you can think about and make an argument over. Um, I personally don't think they will because I think Daniel Jones needs the experience. But, I mean, you could definitely make an argument that they, you know, if they were just desperate for something, I don't know what it would be, but that you can make an argument to bring back Eli Manning. Just, you know, because, like I said, he'll be gone next year, obviously, because that's his contract. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And obviously Daniel Jones. I mean, I Daniel Jones, I think, will be a great quarterback. Um, but it's also not his fault, really, um, that he's, you know, played the way he has. Um, you know, all of his offensive talent, it's there, but they're not showing up on the field. Um, obviously, you yeah. know, Golden Tate, he was, you know, fantastic. Uh, Evan Ingram was fantastic last night. But then you got Sterling Shepard, who's always in – concussion protocol he's been in there for like two to three weeks um you know Saquon Barkley didn't have a great night except for that one run you know he was very they contained him pretty well but and then their defense I mean the Giants just do not have a defense so if I was Pat Shermer in this next draft honestly I would leave probably the offense alone maybe maybe go out and get someone in free agency on offense 
but they really need to focus on their defense. If they if they're wanting to compete with Dallas and the Eagles, they need a defense. Yeah. Um, if not, then you're not. I mean, you're going to see the same season next year and the next year after that. Um, yeah. I understand you needed to go get your franchise quarterback, but I mean, they didn't really do anything on the defensive side except for trade away all their you know players. So yeah, they, they did. Which is like I don't know why even. Okay, yeah, they ended up drafting something with Dexter Lawrence from Clemson. Like, yeah, that was good because like he's a that guy, in a way that that was like a replacement of. Uh, uh, Snacks Harrison in yeah. Detroit, but so like yeah, that that's good. But now you everything else you need like a linebacker, you need a secondary, like because Baker the, the rookie Baker, yeah, he was getting killed. Like yeah, I, I was like good lord. I mean I know he's a rookie and he also came from Clemson. Yeah, I know he was like, but it's like man, I didn't know they was like targeting his way all the time. But yeah. obviously he was on the Mari Cooper side, so of course he's gonna uh, kill the rookie. Like it's like it's like punishment. Yeah, like, man, that's not good. And then Janoris Jenkins, I thought they was gonna have him on Mari Cooper all the time, but apparently not. So it's, it's like I knew the Giants was gonna win the game, but it was just sometimes thought. Now, yeah, that catch with Golden Tate was ridiculous. I was like, okay, um, that was pretty good. But yeah, they didn't focus on just getting drafted the defense, which starts out they didn't get linebackers. Yeah, like linebackers mostly secondary, and they'll be back in. Some way competitive in the uh, in that NFC East, and yeah. Oh, and there's another game that we also need to catch touch on the Monday night game, Cardinals and Forty uh, Niners. Yeah. So like that that game was, I mean like that game was actually pretty good for what I thought, but I had a feeling that the Forty Niners gonna pull it off. But I did see that they were trying to make a comeback. The Cardinals with Kyler Murray were not, but I feel I feel like we touched on that a while back, or we didn't, but. I mean, there's a lot of games that we came on. I mean, I want to say now college football. I didn't really watch too much of that. I did manage to see a highlights of Florida and Georgia, which was a pretty good game. Yeah. So like, but yeah, but back to the Dallas and Giants game. I mean, now it's like based on division, Dallas is up. I think the Eagles. I think the Wolf. The Dallas actually play uh, Minnesota Sunday night, so. We're gonna see. I mean, like, and it's gonna be at Dallas. Some people say that Dallas is gonna win that. I I don't know. I feel like the Vikings are gonna come off pretty pissed since yeah. they lost to the Chiefs. To the Chiefs, um, but the thing, but yeah, you you're right. Like they they're gonna be pretty mad because I feel like <clears throat> with the Minnesota Vikings, people say they're gonna beat the Vikings. I'm like, why? Because they have Kirk Cousins go about well. Like, well, you can say that. But look what he has around him. He has Dalvin Cook. He has Stephon Diggs, Thielen, Kyle. Yeah. And then the dude looking at the deep, the deep. And then pretty much the Vikings, the reason why they've been pretty much relevant at some time. Well, both both sides of the ball are pretty solid and balanced. Their defense is pretty good. So it's yeah. like, which way I feel like that, okay, since Dallas think they're like, thinking they're just, they came off and started beating the Giants, so they just feel like they're, Back in contentious the Super Bowl, which is like really like don't even go there. Uh, <clears throat> I was like, we're gonna see. I, like, I want y'all to keep that same energy when y'all play Minnesota because I told someone else like so we'll like, just like the Dallas but Cowboys will beat the Minnesota. Like I was like, yeah, but the Vikings ain't the Giants, so let's get that out the way. Yeah, just, I mean, I don't, I have the Vikings winning that game. 
Um, yeah, me too. Me too. Pretty easily, honestly. Yeah, because like people make it seem like that since they're just going into Dallas, and like oh like, y'all realize that they lost before in Dallas this year against Green Bay. Plus, I mean, yeah, and, yeah, Green Bay also lost to uh, to the Chargers. Hmm. That's pretty interesting uh, because the LA Chargers seems like they're look like this season's about done. Uh, Oh yeah, it's done. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, I'm gonna I wanna touch on Seattle a little bit because uh well, it was a Buccaneers, but apparently that went to overtime. I did not know that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, he but, threw uh, the he threw a long pass to DK Metcalf and then uh, for the like the win, he threw it to a former Patriots tight end, Jacob Hollister. Yeah. I was like, okay, it was like that third street tight end because uh, the Disley is on IR. And yeah. And the other tight ends is on IR. And I was like, whoa, you just need to kind of show on tight ends. I mean, see, I don't need to mess around and go get some tight ends in the draft then. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but, like, and based on, uh, like, you know, coming out to, like, representing, like, the division, like, NFC, it's pretty difficult. That's gonna be pretty hard because we like I got like five teams that can, that can possibly come out the NFC. Most people got us. Watch my Saints coming out the East. I mean, coming out the uh, NFC. Yeah. Because I mean, some people would say the Forty ers but not really too sold on the Forty ers I mean, they haven't been good since uh, Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so it's like I'm not gonna place like yeah, that's good because you have you have. Uh, Mike Shannon or Kyle Shanahan? One of them. Kyle. Oh, uh, Kyle. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan, which is uh it's a good coach. He's a good coach and then, you know, they have around with the uh, you know, the offense, defense is solid. But if you really think if I, but if you think that the 49ers can just get out the NFC just because they're undefeated, I mean mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't that wouldn't matter because we actually are we already know what happened when the undefeated team like goes to the playoffs, and I mean, like the closest team that was successful to have to do that was the Patriots. But yeah, you already know what happened with that one. Uh, I think one time, uh, Green Bay almost did until they lost one season, one game in the season. Yeah, My only thing team. about the 49ers and Seahawks game <clears throat> is I mean, um, oh, yeah, they do I wouldn't say. Let's say the 49ers come out with a win, which very well could happen. I mean, because the Seahawks defense has been, you know, inconsistent. I mean, I mean, they went to overtime with the Bucks, so. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see the 49ers pull it off, but I won't be surprised either if the Seahawks win. Um, like I said, I don't think the 49ers will be tested until they get to the Saints, so. Yep. Coming to the Super Dome. Um, other than that, they're a good team. I'm just, you know, it's Jimmy Garoppolo has never started a playoff game, so. Yeah, that's that's my only, and that's my other other thing about the 49ers, like Jimmy Garoppolo. He really hasn't been in the big stage before. Like, everybody makes it seem like he's they're undefeated because of him. I'm like, no, 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 no. They're undefeated because of that defense. That defense and what he has around him. Like, granted, George Kittle was, like, having a knee issue because I seen that when they played the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, look, and then they ended up getting Emmanuel Sanders. 
Yeah. Right. Like, like when you when you like say quarterbacks like Jimmy Garoppolo and Dak Prescott, it's like when you give them something, they they will they will become like good as they good as they are. But as great and you know whatever like great, mm-hmm. I wouldn't reckon. I wouldn't say that. I mean, they're like, like yes, they're like good athletes and whatnot. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo is like. Eh. But I mean, I would say not when someone was telling me, man, yeah, Niners fan was telling me that uh, that Jimmy Garoppolo was better than Colin Kaepernick. I was like, as a quarterback or as an athlete, because if you want to say athlete, well, Colin Kaepernick was hands down the best athlete than Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo. So let's not kid ourselves. But like, but someone was saying that he spreads the ball by throwing it to open targets. Kaepernick would throw it to that one guy. I was like, well. Until Jimmy Garoppolo gets to a Super Bowl, then I'll be considered maybe. But I don't think they're going to come out of the NFC anyway because because you mess around and go to got to go to the Superdome to try to get out of there to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you're not going. You're good luck with that. Yeah, I, I mean, thanks to me, Rams was lucky to go to Super Bowl, but that's just me. <laughs> but um, uh, what's next? Um, a lot of football games. Oh, oh, and then Pittsburgh managed to beat the Colts. Yeah. Didn't know didn't know Jacob Brissett was hurt until you until I heard I was told. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah it's not serious because they, they haven't listed him out yet for this okay. this game, but he'll, I mean he'll probably be out for probably a couple of weeks maybe. Yeah. But if so. Uh, like I said, we already know we already touched on Pittsburgh. We already know what their future is gonna be, so Yeah. Uh, um I mean, no, oh Miami got their first victory against another team that's just as bad as <laughs> Jets. Yeah. But I wasn't I mean, surprised it, there. Yeah, I wasn't surprised either. I mean, I kind of thought the Jets were just going to beat them, but you can't beat the Miami team. You can't beat the Dolphins. Man. You just as bad as you know. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, man, I'm still looking at Buffalo. It's like, how the heck is Buffalo? Is this like, like, I mean, well, we say that defense because Josh Allen is like, uh, like well, like let me touch on like the the draft in that in that class with Josh Allen and those guys. I'm like it's kind of it's like an overhyped draft, and it's like we're not really sold on most of the quarterbacks that went high, especially Baker Mayfield and the Browns. I can't. Well, I mean, it's not really surprising to me because it's the Browns. Right. Well, my thing with the Browns is it's coaching first. You got to bring yeah, coaching first. Yes, Freddie Kitchen. Yeah. You bring in a top three wide receiver named OBJ and he only has like five I mean I forgot what the number was but he barely has any red zone targets like what are you doing and going back to the game Baker Mayfield decides your the game is on the line fourth down easily you can make it fourth down and you don't even look at your best receiver on the team when he was wide open but you throw it into coverage on a fourth down and you lose the game. That is your problem. And that is your problem with Baker Mayfield is he just makes too many stupid mistakes. Obviously, I understand him. You know, he's he's basically still a rookie. But, I mean, you can't coach that really. I mean, you can. But you would think, you know, they would look more at OBJ since he's definitely brought the man in for and to not even give him that many looks into the red zone is beyond me. 
I mean, yeah, I was told they like think that that when they lost to the was it Broncos they lost to? Yeah. Uh, said OBJ was targeted eight times, only got five catches and every eighty-seven yards. And I was like, yep. bro, that's not going. And he was I, pissed. Yeah, he used to, yeah, he was on the like a little bit. He didn't really like go to the media, which is no. good because he like he didn't he like he's not really he's starting to shy away from the media. He's starting to like mature more from what I've seen from OBJ. Yeah, so it's not all about him now. And it's like, but he did say he was like, I can't get the ball to save my life. <laughs> I mean, he can't. I mean, I don't blame him. I don't blame him, but and as my thing is like, and it goes like, well, people blame Baker Mayfield. I was like, no, this is the coach, not all the coach. I would not be surprised. Like everybody else said, I would not be surprised if Freddie Kitchens gets fired in 24 hours because he's terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, like this guy, like like this man, like literally started the season like with this, the biggest chip on his shoulder. Like he, like he knows something. I'm like, who is it? At first, when I first, I was like, who is Freddie Kitchens? Who is this guy? Like I don't. Yeah, thinking like it's just sad that it's sad that last year's Browns team was way better than the Browns team this year. Yeah, it's really sad when they at least had something. Yeah, when you bring in Jarvis Landry and OBJ, obviously, if you're gonna pay someone the big bucks like you're paying OBJ, why not throw to him? Why not make the money work it? (laughs) I mean, I don't know, it's just beyond me. I mean, I kind of feel like the Giants should at least help OBJ because yeah. maybe they would have been a little bit like it's like if you say they keep LB, uh, OBJ and then you know just say they get like they still get managed to get Golden Tate and you still like if Sean Sheffield stay healthy at least then you got Evan Eagle, you got Saquon in the backfield and you could probably and then but they, but they still need defense on top of that so. Mm-hmm. Like if you manage to put all that together, I mean, the, the, I I probably have the Giants winning that division, but and Redskins, Lord have mercy, I, I I can't really say much about the Redskins. Yeah. I don't know what 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 happened to Alex Smith. That's what I want to know. <laughs> I mean, he broke his leg. No, yeah, I know. I heard about that was last year. He's still. I don't know if he's coming back or not. Um, I mean, I've seen him in the press box, but. Yeah. Oh, oh, and with the Texans, oh, they also beat the Jaguars, which was not surprising. It's the Jaguars. But, and I also uh, just recently saw an article that Nick Foles is going to be starting week 11. Yeah. So I was like, oh, no more Minshew. Mm-mm. <laughs> uh, he had a good run, though. I ain't going to lie. I enjoyed uh, he'll If he's not re-signed by the Jaguars, he'll be picked up next year. Yeah, most definitely. And if any team that needs a quarterback is probably the... Honestly, if the Redskins are smart, they'll pick him up. They'll pick him up, yeah. So I'm saying. Unless you're going to ride it out with Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne which, Haskins. I don't know. I'm not too sold on him. I never was. If I'm being honest, yeah. I never was. Oh, I'm not... I, I didn't really look much into Dwayne Haskins, but the fact that when we looked into the draft, from that time when uh when they took Daniel Jones over Dwayne Haskins... I was pretty skeptical about that because I was like, okay, who's this Daniel Jones guy from Duke? And then we saw what we saw most of the flashes. That's why people were saying, like, see, him being the sixth pick was worth it. No, Daniel Jones still got a lot to work to do. So, I mean, Daniel Jones, his accuracy is phenomenal. Um, It is. It is. He just needs a little more. Obviously, this comes back to my other point, like I mentioned last week, coaching a quarterback. He needs, you know, 
I'm not taking anything away from Manning, but obviously Manning hasn't been the greatest quarterback recently. So um, I think if Daniel Jones gets the right coaching, he'll be fine. But going back to Dwayne Haskins, all I'm going to say is the Redskins are going to ruin that man's career like they did RG3 and everyone else that went to the Redskins. So um, they're just going to ruin him. So. Redskins just need a whole lot of stuff going on. I mean, it starts out with coaching. Since they fired Jay Gruden, I mean, what else? Are gonna, who are they going to look at next? Yeah. Uh, and that's from, uh, let's see, you know, the teams out there. Like I said, we already touched on a few other teams. But um, it's just back to the um, – like with the Chiefs, it's like, yeah, it's just like they're not going to go anywhere with that defense, and especially if they just keep on relying on Pat Mahomes to be some hero, a hero. And granted, I love the guy, but it's like if you're going to have him doing the most, you're not going to do anything going forward. You just you need to get a you need to get a guy some kind of support, and it starts out with the running game. So, and um, and just hopefully remains the team then. But uh, with the see my Saints, we're actually sitting pretty good right now. Like I. I'm just like uh, hoping, like I mean, some people say that the Forty Nineers might try to be a threat to us. I'm like, yeah, I'm not really afraid of them because they haven't really played nobody. But like I said, we down the stretch they have a pretty rough schedule, so yeah, we'll we'll see how it starts off when they play the Seattle Seahawks Monday. Yep. Yep. They play Monday, and uh, since it's gonna be at San Francisco, I'm gonna still. I might I feel slightly pick Seattle. But like you see you pointed out their defense, they're pretty bad, but hey they managed to step up and do something. Maybe they'll pull it off and do something. Uh, like maybe we'll get the win. Division, I mean in that division, that's pretty like I don't know what the Rams been doing, but not great. Yeah, so like like I said, whoever can win that division, it could be either forty miles in Seattle. Yeah. A little like the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, it looked like 49ers, but they're going to win that division. But Well, I mean, if the Seahawks want to win, Russell Wilson is going to have to target more than Tyler Lockett. You're going to have – he's going to have to spread the ball out to win because, you know, 49ers are already – they're going to lock that down. Um, they Josh Gordon just passed his physical, so he'll probably play, I'm sure. So they're going to have to throw it to Gordon. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. He's with the Seahawks now, so yeah. that would actually like take pressure off Lockett, and so I'll just say Metcalf and kind of like spread the ball over. And I hope, and that tight end that uh, that we mentioned, in, yeah, like he should like bring some support as well. And then like starting, they didn't pick up their running game. I feel like their running game hasn't been much. Yeah, you know, Chris Carson has really like it's just been all passing. I was like, yeah, let's not do that. Cause, I mean, granted, I mean, Russell Wilson can do things, but want to like kind of make make people guess. We like, got Chris Carson in the back. I mean, he's not like I say Chris Carson like maybe top fifteen or top ten running back. But yeah, he should be like involved more into that. Um, how's the other teams? Like I said, we already talked about Dallas having uh going against the Minnesota Vikings Sunday night. Then after that, I feel like they play. Who they play next? Hmm. Hey, the Cowboys. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like they play 
I mean, they play. I know they play the Minnesota Vikings. I feel like I know down the street they got like a sched a tough schedule in a way. Yeah, they, they play the they play the Eagles week eleven. Okay. And then they play and, us. Okay. Yes. Yeah. But I see. I mean, some people will, based on what most people would say, they they're not going to win the division or make the playoffs. I was like, well, Dallas will make the playoffs as much as I don't want to see them in the playoffs, but they'll make the playoffs. But uh, I mean, just... I think they'll make it because they're you know, but. I mean, I can also see how they could possibly lose a lot of games coming down the stretch. Yeah. Um, I mean, for the while, the Giants had the Cowboys. They did. But I guess to most of them saying, like, since they've been out for two weeks, they had to wake up. Because that press guy, like, the first game of the scrimmage, he threw a pick. I'm like, what the world? Yeah. Just threw a pick? And and the other broke down plays and – I guess second half they woke up and that Prescott did the drove down the field. The same way it seemed like he just carried the whole team with it. I was like, well, let's get some credit to Zeke now. Like, cause he might not scored, but he did, like, average, like, what, five yards a carry? Like, he, yeah. Like, Zeke Gilly still did. Then, then that rookie they got, who they, uh, my, oh, what's his name? Uh, I know who you're talking about. I forgot his name. Uh, his number 20. Pollard, I think. Uh, Tony Pollard, yeah, yeah, Tony Pollard. So like, I mean, he's fast. He's fresh than Zeke, apparently. Uh, Zeke, um, I, I, for what he looked, he looked like the Zeke that we actually know in a way. I mean, kind of looks pretty heavy in a way, but yeah, he still he still do some things. Um, but right now, I mean, some say people say with um. The best running back is Zeke. I mean, I was like, well, I think it's McCaffrey, but oh yeah, it is hands down. Like McCaffrey is on another level, and actually, let's talk about him a little bit. He's we done way more for him. his team this year than Zeke has. So yeah, there's no like, reason uh, why you should put Zeke ahead of McCaffrey. Yeah, like who, like who ended up beating that time when he had a big game? Because he like he because McCaffrey had like 24 attempts. 140 some yards, two touchdowns, and then one of them, and then he also got a touchdown from the air. So he had like three touchdowns total. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, bro, they're really using McCaffrey. Like, that, that man, and he's like, he's running between, he's not like running outside. He's running between tackles and everything. It's like, this man is like literally. Just yeah. Doing it's his thing. A random thought. Let's bring back to my team, but. Mm-hmm. I was telling people they need to put more respect on James White because name – I'm not talking about as a running back. I'm talking about as a catching running back. Uh, okay. He's easily top five because give me another running back that, that you know, not an explosive one. Not, I'm not talking about, you know, Christian McCaffrey or anything like that. But mm-hmm. Name me another, you know, running back that doesn't really run the ball a lot. But when he's catching, you can just lob the ball up there and make, you know, just make the catches that he makes day in and day out. I mean, nobody, I feel like, doesn't talk about James White enough. I, you know, I understand that because he's not, you know, he's not your, you know, your number one back. I understand that. But put him out, you know, in the flat and give him a ball like on screen or, you know, like I said, lob the ball up on a seam. 
he's almost in unstoppable. I mean, yeah, and you I saw that against that, the Ravens against the Ravens, one back yeah. catch. Yeah, when they uh, I think who they lined, who they who they lined them up against. I think no, yeah, they lined uh, Earl Thomas up against James White, and James yeah. White with the with the pretty good throw from Brady, and James White like literally just did like a like a, like like he was a receiver, literally a receiver out there. I'm like, wait, James White just whoa, <laughs> but yeah, like yeah, uh, James White like just through the years, that man is underrated. Like he's done so much for the Patriots. Yeah. And, he doesn't really get to make like, yeah, he's not your Saquon, your Camaros, your your Bark, uh, your McCaffrey's and whatnot. But the man's consistent. He can do some things. I mean, yeah, he might you know, like run the like run up the gut or find certain scene holes. But you line him up out there. I mean, he can he like this quick screen. Yeah, he can give you about a good fifteen yards. He's just shifty. I mean, there's... yeah, he really is. When you get him out in the space all by himself, I mean, good luck bringing him down. I mean, on one on one, because you're not going to. He's going to make you look stupid. Yeah. And like man, I said, I still... when Earl Thomas was lined up on the outside, the Patriots made that man look stupid. Yeah. I mean, he right. was just, he was getting beat so bad on the outside. I'm like, well, why are y'all not doing this earlier? Like, literally, we could have at least tied me... the game up. It reminds me to Earl Thomas about how he's just getting beat now. I mean, I don't know if it's his age, he's just aging or what. Like, just getting old. It's like <clears throat> people still consider him as, like, a top safety, which he is. But, I mean, right now my top safety is, like, Harrison Smith and uh, a few other good safeties. But, no, I actually know. I actually and, and we'll go back to that first. But let me go back to the Dallas and Giants game. When Joe Golden takes that catch, and I was like, "Who he did that on?" And I was like, "Oh, he did it on Byron Jones." Oh my gosh, because like Byron Jones is like a top ten, a top five cornerback. Yeah. But, but but yeah, back to the Patriots. This is like, yeah, Earl Thomas. I mean, I mean, I mean, no, I want to know where the heck is Marcus Peters. Like, I ain't heard nothing from him. <laughs> like, yeah, I know he's with the Bravens, but I feel like he hasn't done nothing since that Seattle with the pick six. Yeah, he hasn't really been too much of a factor, but uh, I I can't really say that I'm I'm shocked or anything. But no, nah, I'm not either. But but for people just to like to hype him up when they got him, yeah. It's like, well, you still got Marlon Humphreys, which is I feel like he's a top three cornerback right now. Yeah. So it's just like I don't know. I'm so. still biased. I think Stephen Gilmore right now is the number one cornerback. Oh, um, I know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's- that's not even a debate. I mean, because some people say Jalen Ramsey. I'm like, well, Jalen Ramsey can't even, yeah. can't, even, can't even keep his attitude in check. But, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's like, well, yeah, they, they, I say Ronald Humphrey's the top three, which I probably had Gilmore and Ramsey. But since Ramsey really hasn't been much since last year, I say, yeah, I'm probably gonna just bump bump uh, Humphrey's up to two, right on top of Gilmore because Gilmore is like. One Humphreys two, and we got we can go on down the list with other cornerbacks in the league right now. But um, one defense I'm actually kind of disappointed, but not shocked about is the Chicago Bears. But you know how everybody was hyping them up at the time. Yeah. Now, now the Chicago Bears is who we thought they were just because the offense out of the ball, Mitch Trubisky, and we already talked about that guy. It's just they need to talk about getting they need to. Consider drafting another quarterback or something. If they're smart, they will, and they better not trade up for anyone. 
Oh, if they, oh, they, if, if Chicago trades up for a quarterback, that's, that's I don't know what. Unless uh, it's a, you know, big. Unless you have good reasons to trade up. For me, I didn't see why they traded up for Trubisky. I mean, he didn't really. He was good in college, but he didn't show me that next level in NFL. So, yeah. I mean, but that's really all I have to say about all the games. I mean, I wasn't really. Like I said, I wasn't really pleased with a lot of games, but I don't know. I just. Oh, I, well, I actually want to touch on the Texas a little bit. Yeah. It's like, you know, when we uh, we actually say we were going to talk about J.J. Watt at the time. And I feel like that, I mean, it was time, it was rumors saying that he might end up getting traded, but I don't know. I mean, you're getting all that money. I mean, I, mean, I don't know who's going to take that. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people would take J.J. Watt, but we got to look at the backflash of his injuries. Uh, but. They don't really know what – I don't even know what J.J. Watts do. If he just keep missing seasons out like that, it's just, I don't know what they're going to do. But I just know that Sean Watson is just – this guy, literally when they're playing the tower, this dude would literally get sacked or almost brought to the ground and would still get the ball out for completion. And which means that man is doing too, a lot for Houston, for what they have. But I mean – I, I did say it a little bit. I I can kind of see the Texans go somewhere in the playoffs deep, but I don't know. I mean, if Sean Watson can do some things, but I don't know. Like, I, I, it's just the Texans are not really, like, they can't really, based on just the Texas sports, they don't know when to finish when it comes to championships. That's just me. <clears throat> but that's enough for today. Um. <laughs>